I'm passing the phone to someone I'm about to present with at the streamies. I'm passing the phone to someone who does TikTok as a profession but doesn't seem to know how to use the app. I'm passing the phone to someone who just got a boyfriend and hasn't been spending as much time with me because of it. Oh. Hey everyone, in this video, I wanted to give you all a quick update on the Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light situation. But before you get into it, uh, I want to say that according to YouTube, who is getting ever stricter with their terms of service, things like dead naming and misgendering people are officially considered hate speech on the platform and can actually get channels suspended, if not banned outright. And considering that I previously have already gotten the Blazes channel suspended for my Elliot Page video. I don't know if you guys saw that, but if you didn't, you can't watch it on YouTube anymore because they struck it down for hate speech and suspended the Blaze for an entire week over it, but you can still watch it on blazetv.com. But considering that YouTube is YouTube and that I don't want to do any more harm to the Blaze's channel than I personally have already done, I'm gonna be trying to refer to Dylan Mulvaney, who to be clear is a male. I'm gonna be trying to refer to Dylan as a her. I don't want to do this and I think it's pretty clear which pronouns we should be using when talking about a male, but let's be real. I want to be able to do my job, which is talk about these stories. And I personally don't want to put the blaze as a whole or their individual jobs in jeopardy, which I previously already did. And I, I didn't feel good about it. But anyway, anytime I talk about Dylan, inevitably I get people complaining to me that Oh, uh, you know, if it weren't for conservative commentators like you astroturfing Dylan, then nobody would have ever heard of her. her. And so you should really just stop giving this person attention. To be clear, before anyone in the conservative world had ever heard of Dylan, Dylan already had like a million TikTok followers. You guys who say that aren't on TikTok where the young liberals are. And so you think that the only people who, who care to talk about Dylan are conservative commentators, which is not the case. And actually as an example of this, even though in the conservative world, we really haven't been talking about Dylan for the past few weeks or so, Dylan recently won a streamy. And if you're not familiar with a streamy, they're basically uh, like the online influencer version of the Oscars or the Grammys or the Emmys. It's a whole award show. An award show that actually chose to honor Dylan and give her a, a bunch of attention, even though no one on the right has been talking about Dylan. Okay, you see, you see how it's not just people like me who have smaller platforms than Dylan anyway that are that are causing Dylan to be like a cultural thing. No, this is coming from the left. They don't need our support in order to launch someone. But anyway, the reason why I bring this up is that Dylan used her. Man, this is hard because like Dylan really looks like a male, so it's, it's not easy. But anyway, Dylan used the opportunity of her acceptance speech to basically lambast critics. Oh my God, hi. You know, I'm really shocked because I thought the only award I would ever maybe win was maybe a Tony Award, but now I'm a musical theater gal with a streamy. <laughs> theater TikTok, we made it to the mainstream. Uh, 532 days ago, I made a coming out video that turned into my Days of Girlhood series. And uh, my life has been changed for the better. I just wanna say here, if you've seen Dylan's uh, Days of Girlhood series, especially at the beginning. Day one of being a girl, and I have already cried three times. I wrote a scathing email that I did not send. I ordered dresses online that I couldn't afford. And then uh, when someone asked me how I was, I said, I'm fine, when I wasn't fine. So. How'd I do ladies, good? Girl power. I think it's pretty clear that at the time, this was not a coming out video. This was actually just 
a parody. Uh, I don't think anyone would have watched this and honestly thought, oh yeah, Dylan is trans. I think this is actually something that was successful. And so Dylan was like, hey, maybe I should be trans. It's getting me a bunch of attention, but I, I have a lot of trouble watching that video and believing that, oh yeah, this is actually a trans person. This is a woman by any other name who was just, you know, coming out as being in the wrong body. It's like, no, you're trying to be funny. You're trying to mock women and you've actually managed to make a career out of it. So good for you, I guess. But on the flip side, there's also been an extreme amount of transphobia and hate. And I know that my community is feeling it. And I now know that even our allies are feeling it. And I look around this room and I just see so many amazing allies that have platforms. And I think allyship right now needs to look differently. And you need to support trans people publicly and, 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 and. <laughs> And proudly. The absolute narcissism of the trans movement, I swear. Like what other movement, honestly, is just comprised of a specific community complaining that not enough people are their allies or are standing up for them. Aside from maybe the Israel lobby. But I mean, seriously, who is Dylan Mulvaney? Who are any trans people to demand that, yes, we need more allyship. You need to stand up for us more. You need to do more for us. And it's like, we are changing our entire language to please you. We are actually feeding babies chemical cocktails of chest milk from males in order to please you. We are putting male sex offenders into women's prisons to please you. When is it enough? Honestly, at this point, who in their right minds would want to be a trans ally? I feel like it would take more work and more effort to make that relationship a relationship with a trans community work than it actually takes to make my marriage work. Not worth it. I think the trans community and the creator community actually have something in common, and it's that people often underestimate us. But I know that we can stay optimistic about just the future of transness in general, because if we can influence people to buy $22 Air One smoothies, we can also do this. Um, I just, I love you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm gonna go have a beer and I love y'all. This is not really relevant to what Dylan was saying, but um, just very toned and muscular arms for a woman is what I'll, what I'll put out there. But you guys probably caught at the end of Dylan's speech how <laughs> she referred to going to have a beer. And that actually brings us to how Bud Light is doing since their infamous partnership. But before we get into the current plight of Bud Light, I do wanna say thank you to today's sponsor, Good Ranchers. You know what I like? Delicious all-American meat. And you know what I like even more? When that meat is free. And that is why I absolutely love Good Ranchers. They source the best meat in America and deliver it right to your door. And even better, right now they are offering two years of free ground beef to anyone who subscribes a $480 value. Not only are you gonna get the best cuts of meat from a trusted 100% American source company, but you're also gonna lock in your price for the next two years when you subscribe to any of their boxes. And what that means is that for two years, your price will not go up. It's essentially a head against inflation, which is a big deal nowadays. So that is two years of free high quality ground beef and a locked in price. No other meat company is gonna give you that because frankly, no other company is Good Ranchers. So go to goodranchers.com today and use my code Lauren for $25 off and $480 of free ground beef in your first two years. Remember, subscribe to any box to lock in your price on America's best meat for two whole years. That's goodranchers.com with the code Lauren for over $500 in savings. Subscribe to Good Ranchers American Meat delivered. Now there was a time when Bud Light was almost unstoppable. It was at the top of the food chain when it came to different beers, which is hard for me to believe, but 
okay, some of some of you all were drinking it. Well, it seems like post Dylan Mulvaney those days are well over. As the New York Post writes, Modelo Especial has knocked off Bud Light from its decades-long perch as the nation's top-selling beer in the wake of the Dylan Mulvaney controversy that sparked a boycott of the Anheuser-Busch brand. Modelo, which is distributed in the U.S. by New York-based Constellation Brands, had an 8.34% share of dollars spent on beer compared to 8.28% for Bud Light through August 12th. And now what I think is so interesting about this story is that it highlights not only how Bud Light has fallen, but also how Modelo has grown. And when we're talking about Modelo, I think it's important to note that that's not just any other beer, especially when it comes to marketing. If any of you watch UFC fights, you will know that Modelo advertises heavily during UFC. And what is UFC? It is a sport that is largely watched by, I don't know, white males. And I haven't seen any market research into this specifically, but I would say that based on the trends on the data we're seeing, what is happening is that white males who by and large are conservative in America have been turned off by Bud Light and are going to Medello, a brand that advertises heavily to them that seems to at least pretend to care about things that they care about like UFC. And for anyone who at this point still thinks that boycotts don't actually work, this is solid proof that yes, you as a customer, you do have power. Anheuser-Busch, the parent company of Bud Light, has announced it will lay off 350 employees, many of them in corporate positions, as it seeks to recover from the fallout over a campaign involving a trans influencer. And while it's always sad when someone loses a job because, you know, people have families to feed, take note that the layoffs will not include frontline staff members such as brewery and warehouse staff, drivers and field sales, among others, the company said the move was designed to simplify and reduce layers within its organization. So it sounds like a bunch of management and executive folks are getting the axe, which if you ask me, kind of serves them right for trying to embrace the left's evil agenda simply because they thought somehow it would help them sell beers. And although I think we should pat our backs definitely over the humbling of Bud Light, it's important to remember at the same time that this is happening as Dylan Mulvaney is failing upwards, winning things like streamies thanks to the left's cultural power. It's great that the right is finally wielding and embracing they have over financial decisions on behalf of companies, but if you ask me, the next frontier needs to be for us to start taking cultural power. That's basically all I have to say for now though and as always if you enjoyed this video please be sure to like share and subscribe until next time